can't take credit for this. There's somebody who I follow on Instagram who does a lot of really great like marketing and branding um, content and I'll find his handle, but he had a really great breakdown of this and I think it's spot on. Um, Because her ad, her ad for it was really fun. Her ad for it was really fun. This guy's name is Schwinna Bago Brand. I'm not going to spell that. You can find him. I Um, think maybe you sent him to me. I have. I think he's great. He does a lot of really interesting brand dissections. And so basically Kim had this like insane, like sexualized, but also kind of funny um, video that was all over the Internet announcing this nipple bra. It was only days after she had announced Skims men's line. Skims, which has historically been a women's only brand for shapewear, bras, underwear, things like that, just launched maybe two years or three years into their existence, a line for men and men's underwear. And she had all these like hot athletes model the underwear um, and, and she's trying to build this side of her business. And then a few days later, she comes out with the nipple bra. I think it's very strategically because she wants more men's eyes on the Skims brand. Um, and so the nipple bra oh. not only appeals to women because it is kind of trendy to free the nipple now, um, appeals to a very specific subset of people who maybe are breast cancer survivors, have had a mastectomy, want the feeling. It's like affirming to um, feel like they can show their nipple with this type of bra. But more than anything, she wants men to come to the Skims Instagram page to come to their Ooh. store. And her branding of this nipple bra and her ad that she did, it's like sexy, funny, men would like it. Come buy underwear from me. It's genius. I love that. that actually, um, I would like, yeah. They they have such good branding, so strategic. That does not seem unlikely. I love that. Yeah. Would you ever buy it and wear it? That's the question. No, I personally wouldn't. And um, it's, yeah, it immediately gets into like a more nuanced conversation. I also want to free the nipple. And if somebody else has free nipples, excellent. But I personally do feel self-conscious. I don't think anyone should feel self-conscious, but I do. Um, Right. The same way, like. I kind of want to free my butt crack, but I don't like, I still don't like showing it that much. Like, I don't have shame about my butt crack, but it's just something that historically has been reserved for a limited number of eyes. So when it's shown to more, I'm not saying that it should be private or shameful, but obviously that's what I've been. That's just what I'm used to. I think it's one of those tricky areas where it's like, I all at once do think it's, I actually really hate how women's breasts are like over sexualized in a way to me that feels really unnecessary. And Mm -hmm. also because that's a culture I'm raised in, I'm still immersed in that culture and I feel self-conscious when my nipples are out and about. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I personally wouldn't buy it. I think it would make me too self-conscious, but I would never think somebody else shouldn't buy it. Am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed to yeah. have complex feelings? I don't know. <laughs> of course, there is nuance to it. I mean, I think in different contexts, I may feel more or less comfortable with my nipples showing through my shirt. Like I often wear just a thin bralette day to day 
just because I don't want to deal with a whole underwire bra situation. And mm-hmm. my nipples will show through the bralette and throw sh- show through my T-shirt if it's thinner. And like if I'm with my friend, my girlfriends or my boyfriend, like people I'm really comfortable with, I don't really care. But if I'm with new people, with like guy friends, maybe in a work setting, that sort of thing, I would prefer not for them to show because it does have a connotation, a sexualized connotation attached to it. Whether, whether you agree or with shouldn't. it or not. Yeah, yeah, it just does. It just does. Like people are now looking at my boobs. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking about it is what I think gets in my yes, head. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't buy it because, first of all, I have no problem through a bralette, which is also made by Skims. My favorite bralettes are made by Skims. Same. Um, yeah, Same. they're my so good. My favorite bras. Actually, I'm not wearing one right now, but I don't like a wired bra. So yeah. painful. I will only I mostly only wear non-wired and they make my favorite one. Totally. And my nipples show through that most of the time. I live in Chicago. It's cold. It's usually happening. So Let them shine like I don't need the help of this bra. And I feel like if I were to spend money on like a true underwired, like formed bra, which is what this is, I wouldn't want it to sh- have a nipple coming through it. Like then I'll just wear a bralette. You know what I mean? But I think it's a genius, uh, a genius move. I have a feeling she's probably producing less of them than she's producing of her other items because I do think it's way more about the marketing of it all than it is about the product but there are definitely people who will buy the product you know but maybe not as many people as who are buying the bralette that we both have I don't know she's yeah she knows what she's doing she knows what she's doing I know I loved I love that little marketing insider scoop Jess fucking great I was pretty psyched to talk about it (laughs) yeah that was perfect I, I was also thinking about Kim Kardashian this week because it's so easy. She's such low hanging fruit for people to make fun of and has been for years, um, which I get in some ways. And I can understand the arguments for the negative influences she's had on culture. Of course, she's a complex person and there's good and bad to each of us. Do you think I haven't had negative influences on culture? I have. <laughs> and I pray Widespread. I have. <laughs> I pray. I hope. I hope. <laughs> but um, but she, doesn't, there. she doesn't bother me. I don't hate Kim Kardashian at all. And it actually was making me think of somebody who's been around and such like such a core ruler of celeb of the celebrity world for so long. I have to think, I don't think she can suck that much interpersonally, yeah. at least. I don't think that like you can rise to the top being an asshole a hundred percent. That's usually who rises to the top, but I think it's kind of hard to stay at the top of a world that is mostly social dynamics. If you truly suck, I don't know. I was just thinking about it recently and I was like, I bet if I met Kim Kardashian, I would fucking like Kim Kardashian. I agree. I think, yeah, you have to be sort of ruthless and self-serving in a lot of ways to get to to that level. Right. But that's business when you're talking in the scale of billions of dollars. Um, But I agree. I mean, even just from all of the variety of people that she has doing campaigns for skims, it's like Cardi B, it's Kim Cattrall, it's like every person from every side of mm. media and entertainment, from every like background and color, like people like her or maybe they're just getting paid, but they're not above getting paid by her. 
Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like I, I agree. I think to be that dominant, the Kardashians are doing something right. And it's not just their business sensibilities and like ability to make money. I think it's, they are liked and they are taken seriously and good for them. I'm, I'm a fan of the Kardashians. Like I've watched their shows growing up until now. I can criticize them easily. There's many things to criticize about them, but totally. I also find them entertaining. I find them really smart at business. Yeah, I'm like, and- I like to study what they're doing. Like, I think it's fascinating. And I think they've hacked something and started like so many trends, not just physical trends of like how to style yourself and how to look. That's the stuff I might criticize about them, how right, much work right. they've done on on their bodies and how that's now what people strive for. That's fucked up. But at the same time, they can do what they want with their bodies. And also they're doing really cool stuff like on the business side that I am learning from, I do think is like something to marvel at. So it can be both. Like It is both. Yeah, totally. It, it is I both. appreciate that. I think I get a little tired of the just like shitting on shitting on them sometimes or making them a joke. It's like, I don't know. I think they're like funny, smart, interesting they figured People, something I don't, out. I, I don't feel I don't feel hatred at all. Fascination. There are celebrities that you have hatred for, though, like for sure. Oh, um, I mean, I don't know any celebrities. There are probably are. What am I saying? Of course, there's people I hate. Um, you know, someone, you know, someone I was thinking about this week who I don't understand. I just don't understand. OK. Is Timothee Chalamet. I don't understand. What is what's all the fuss about? First of all, first of all, I literally wrote it down in my notes. What's all the fuss about? I literally wrote it down in my notes to ask you, and I was like, okay, now he's dating Kylie Jenner. Yeah, and I weird. was like, that's like a, I was like, that's like a ten year age difference. He's like a teenager, and then I looked it up, and he's not, he's not a teenager. He's no. older than her. He's twenty seven. He's twenty seven. He a little elf boy. I don't understand what all the fuss is about. I don't understand. He seems like a great guy. Great guy. Maybe he's the love of my life. But I don't understand (laughs) why this person is like the sex icon of a generation. And in addition, I haven't seen any of his movies. So I have to assume he just has like an amazing charisma. And if I watched one of his movies, I would get it. But I refuse to do that because I'm annoying. So what is, can anyone explain to me? But that's also the thing. The fact that neither of us have seen his movies, like, then what are these movies? And why does everyone else (laughs) love them? And why? I I think mostly he was in that movie. We don't know anything. And I, I revere and respect our refusal to research anything that we have a hot opinion on. I'm not, don't ever look, don't look anything up. Don't look anything up. (laughs) Don't look anything up. He was in that movie. Call me by your name, which is like a love story between him and an older gentleman, I believe. Yes. And I think it's like a beautiful novel by, Andre Asiman and um, a beautiful movie. Won't see it. Oh, but it has that other guy who's like a cannibal, though. What? Oh, that's hot. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. <laughs> um, I'll just search real so, quick. Cannibal I don't know. Was celebrity. He, was he? That's the only thing I can think of is that he was like really charismatic in this movie of him as a young gay man, and now. 30 year old women are in love with him. I'm just like, I want to know what I'm missing, but not enough to find out. Yeah, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Like, I think I've seen enough (laughs) and I'm confident in my assessment that there's nothing I'm missing here. Yeah, this guy 
um army hammer was the other lead in call me by your name and i don't know the details so i'm not gonna speak on them but apparently there was a whole like cannibalism scandal about him a couple years ago after that movie had come out like that movie happened everybody fell in love with army hammer and what is um, a cannibalism timothy chalamet he ate ate a person's body i can't i I don't know i don't know i mean we can google that maybe that's worth googling this, this is something you have to google because that's a crazy thing to say that someone had, first of all, to say that someone had a scandal makes it sound like a blip in the radar of their yeah. social status. I don't understand how eating another person could just be a blip, a blip. And now he still makes movies. I don't know. Are, I, I really don't he? know anything about it other than I heard tell of this. And because I didn't see Call Me By Your Name, he's as irrelevant to me as Timothy Chalamet. Probably oh, less. no. Oh, Did he no. actually eat someone? I don't know. I'm reading an article. Okay, everyone pause while I read an article. Okay. Army Thanks Hammer. Thanks for doing this scientific research for us. Okay, first, you're welcome. First pause is Army Hammer. Is that not a deodorant? <laughs> you're Isn't that so a deodorant? Arm, arm and Hammer, yeah. Oh, Arm and Hammer. But his parents have to have done yeah. that on purpose. That's very mean. That's very mean. Okay, Army Hammer deodorant found himself in the midst of some major controversy after a woman who says she had an intimate relationship with him created an account on Instagram to share gruesome details of the bizarre sexual interaction she says they used to have. The woman also shared explicit screenshots of explicit conversations that allegedly occurred between them. While most people wouldn't be surprised at the nature of dirty talk or sexing in 2021, the alleged conversations included talk of rape fantasies, the desire to flick pain on his partners, and one in which the actor reportedly said he was 100% accountable. Okay, I'm already, this is fine. This is not, whatever you say in sex fantasies is not, yeah. it's not correlated to life. Okay, it's fine. I, I, I'm a sex cannibal. That's fine. He said, <laughs> he said something, unless he literally took a bite out of her clit, I am not interested. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Wait, it was such a big deal. And now that I'm hearing that it was all talk, I mean, okay, if that's not your thing, don't be with him. But oh, yeah, you don't have to be with him. Shame the guy. I love that we're reporting on this years later. It's like sexual. (laughs) We're so behind. You cannot be tuning into this for up to date news. His sexual fetishes from BDSM to, quote, drinking blood and, quote, cutting toes. Um, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Okay, cutting. Who hasn't cut a toe in a sexual Sorry. fantasy before? <laughs> okay, it, the the article looks like there's other women accusing him of actually being abused and violated. Oh. That sounds bad. But okay. I'm gonna say just to sex someone and say you want to eat their toes or cut their toes or drink Hot. their blood. <laughs> like, why don't know? I don't know what else the DMs are for. I'm sorry. Did we forget about Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton in the '90s? They would. They wore a vial of each other's yeah. blood on a necklace so that came yeah. from somewhere that, that came from a toe bite okay <laughs> this is his toe blood this is his toe blood the most his big toe the most sexual of the toes um okay speaking of speaking of fantasies and porn and things like that if you don't want to speak on this you don't have to but we did get a dm and it feels like Uh-oh. the right time to bring this up oh when Caroline is thinking about mall Santa porn, is oh. she watching it or is she the star? Whether the Santa or getting railed by the Santa, is she an elf? Is she in the igloo on the furs or is everyone watching at the gift at the gift shop? Like, can you just paint the scene a little bit for this person? Yes. I did tell them. Yes. I would ask and thank you for your service. Her name is also Caroline, which <gasps> makes it feel even better. That's hot. 
It's a hot name. Okay, great questions. So these questions are exactly why it's a whole genre. Um, it's mm. not a single fantasy. Um, it's a whole genre because to me, I don't know why I landed on this, but it just like the mall Santa dynamic hits on a lot of things that work really well for me, which mm. is there's some kind of um, condescending... Um, debasing authority figure who is embarrassing me in front of um, his friends or something, mm. which is basically that's how I think of the mall. <laughs> could, be the elves. Could, be the elves. could be the mall cop, could be the other people in line. So there's a bunch of different ways it works for me. Yeah. yeah. So there's one version. They're all in the mall usually. There's a version. There's so many. I'm trying to think as many as I can. <laughs> there's a version where I am an elf and I work with him. And sometimes they have like, you know, it's like the take a photo with Santa set up in the middle of like the mall atriums. Yeah. And there's usually like a little like Santa's house and like, he might take me back into the house or he might, um, just like need a service for me while he's taking photos with people. And I, it might just happen right there in his little Santa chair. Okay. Um, sometimes I'm getting my photo. I'm in line to get my photo taken with him. Um, sometimes it's after hours back in the little, like mm -hmm. there's not an active line and like the lights are down in the mall. Other people are sometimes there and sometimes they're not. And sometimes they're not. Sometimes I'm employed. Sometimes I'm just a client. Um, right. sometimes people are watching and aware. Sometimes it's very covert and he just slips it in. <laughs> but yeah, those, okay. those are the basic variations. Is he always, he's always in the Santa costume. It's not like there isn't yeah. <laughs> there isn't a version where like you're in the locker room after a long day of working at the mall and oh. he's taking off his Santa costume and you're taking off your elf costume and then something happens. That would be I, maybe that's my my <laughs> fantasy to add to the genre. That's good. That's good. <laughs> We're writing our porn script before your eyes. Yeah, that um, I like that. I could I could make something out of that. Okay. But I love um, in general, like keeping clothes on a lot of time and like mm. sneaking it, sneaking it in. I'm at a dinner party. I'm at a dinner party and like the pants don't even come all the way off or like right. we don't even leave the dinner table or um, in the doctor's office going to see my lawyer for a consultation <laughs> and they just bring me around to their other side of the desk or yeah, Santa just happened to has a like can just flip it up while sitting in his Santa chair doesn't have to right. take anything off. And like, maybe there's some kind of like flap or hole in my underwear underneath my sure. big dress or skirt. So like from the outside, you don't even know that anything's happening. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're just sitting very, on the lap. Yep. Very turned on by, um, keeping the clothes on a little sneak in. I understand that there's a Jay-Z lyric in a Beyonce song. <laughs> it's like, he's featured on, I think it's drunk in love. And he says like, Slip the panties right to the side. Ain't got the time to take drawers off. <laughs> My man. <laughs> that is the hottest <laughs> lyric ever. And Jay-Z is kind of like a weird looking dude, but that's hot. And I, and he fucks Beyonce, so I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. I sometimes, get it. Dudes, sometimes dudes are weird looking and they still, yeah. they still have sex. <laughs> um, okay. I also, while you were describing it, was thinking about all of this going down in the Montgomery Mall in Bethesda, Maryland. The mall, the mall we grew up in, yeah. The mall we grew up at, the Westfield, um, <laughs> which really made me feel at home. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for answering. 
Yeah, it's a good question. Great question. I saw another, I want to highlight, this is a listener highlight episode. Somebody fulfilled another one of my wildest sexual fantasies, which is I put a call out a few weeks ago for somebody to leave us a review in the form of a haiku. Yeah. And some, and somebody did. Shall I read the haiku? Please. Okay, five star, five star review. Thank fucking God, that was a close one. <laughs> imagine, I don't, I don't imagine if the haiku came with a two star two rating. Star. Oh God. <laughs> um, the other funny thing, I can't see. Can you view? How do you like? You know how it cuts off the titles of the reviews sometimes? Yeah, I don't know how you get can't to those. Can't see the rest of it. I can't it's see it. Stupid. I don't know who it's for. We can't even the see UX the titles. Is terrible on the yeah. Apple Podcast app. <laughs> All right, someone left us a five star review in the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, a question I sometimes wonder. Um, here's the haiku. Roses by Outcast. How'd you survive middle school? Caroline Winkler. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect haiku. Wonderful song reference. If you don't know the song, Roses by Outcast. Caroline, Caroline. She's the reason for the word, bitch. 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 <laughs> And then I was, um, it's funny because I guess people do ask, they're like, do people sing that to you all the time? And they don't. Actually, I, I get <laughs> to everyone's surprise. Why are you laughing so hard? No way. <laughs> no, I have, I have an answer to this question, having oh. gone to middle, middle school with you. Yeah, I in my memory, people don't sing it to me that much. People, I get no. "Sweet Caroline" a lot. Wait, what is your what is your, what is no, your no, memory no. of this People song? didn't sing it to you, but I feel like no. I remember you really like getting ahead of it and like taking ownership <laughs> of this song. <laughs> so like you would sing it, <laughs> and I everyone was like, was "We weren't thinking this. <laughs> we weren't saying this." <laughs> I mean, I think I, I don't think I was scared of the song and someone calling me a bitch. That was going to happen with Maybe or without like my consent. It's a good song. I think I was just like, my name's in it. Did you guys yeah. know my name's in it? But I, it made me look at the lyrics and I was like, I wish this song related to me more. But then the more I read the lyrics, the more I was like, wait, maybe it does. No. Can I share some highlights? Can I yeah, share what some are the lyrics besides that? And then there's a part about like a car crash and that part's funny. Yeah. But that's okay. it. First of all, first of all, she's the reason for the word bitch. Sure. I understand. I understand. Probably somebody said that about me. Okay. Here's a line. Um, I hope she's speeding on the way to the club. Trying to hurry up. I hope up. she's speeding on the way to the club. Trying to hurry up. <laughs> yes. That's how they sing it. Yeah, wait, I'm just, I'm going to read it. And you I'm trying to do it. a okay. makeup in the mirror and crash, 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 crash into, into a ditch. Just plain. Just plain. It's all a joke. Uh, it's a joke. Okay, but that actually literally did happen to me. In what? What? I got in one single car crash in my life. I was not speeding to the club. I was speeding to a theater practice rehearsal <laughs> at, George, at Georgetown Prep. And I was trying to do my, and I was trying when we to were in do, a chorus line. Different play, different play. Different play. But it was there. Okay. And I was trying to do my makeup in the mirror. And I was looking in the mirror while driving, while doing my makeup. And I crashed. And I got sued for $2 million. <gasps> you hit someone else. 
I it was a fender bender. I think like insurance ended up whatever. I didn't yeah. have to pay two million dollars, but it was a fender bender, and I hit some lawyer. This dude was such an out. It was a fender bender, uh, so like fucking. maybe going maybe going six miles an hour, it was stop and go traffic. Six miles an hour, this guy. It was like there's you know no damage on the car. It was a fender bender. This guy called an ambulance and had him taken out mm-hmm. on a stretcher. I was 16. I was so terrified. Of course, I was like crying, shaking. I remember I went and tried to talk to the guy and be like, are you okay? Like, whatever, whatever, whatever. He wouldn't speak to me. He wouldn't talk to me. His window was down. He wouldn't look at it. He wouldn't talk to me. And eventually I was just standing outside his window and he wouldn't talk to me. So I went back to sit in my car again. And as soon as I started to walk back to my car, he was like, don't go anywhere. And like, you know, craned his head, craned his neck out the window to like yell at me all of a sudden. Craned his neck out the window and then had him carried out in a stretcher with a brace around his neck and sued for two million dollars worth of damages. Holy fuck! People are the absolute worst in those situations. I it was pretty bad. Have been in a similar. I didn't get sued for two million dollars. I didn't get sued, luckily. But I had a fender bender like when I was eighteen or something, and it was fine. It was low speed, like near NIH in Bethesda, near my parents' house, and. This woman like claimed that her neck was hurting. I was yeah. like, no, it's not. It's just not. It's just not. And I um, went to the hospital and all this stuff. And I was terrified. It was my first accident I've ever been in. Actually, only knock on wood. And yeah, it's just like people see the opportunity. It's disgusting. I guess some people need the money. I feel like this lawyer didn't need the money. That's what I'm saying. Um, He's a lawyer. I know. In, he was driving outside of Georgetown Prep. He's doing pretty fine bad. in that area. And then one time, I think I got in a fender bender. I did get in another fender bender, again, in, like, stop and go. I think it was at a light, actually. It must have been, like, two miles an hour, and I hit this Jeep in front of me. And we both, like, pulled off to the side. And he got out, like, looked at the car, asked me how I was, asked him how he was. And we were both like, we're cool. Like, we don't need to do anything. Goodbye. Exactly. Which is how I would handle things. But whatever. I know not everybody does that. It was yeah. a pretty It was a pretty bad experience. But so are you saying applies, that outcast manifested this yeah. crash for you and it's their fault big boy and shoot what's his name andre big 3000 boy. who's big, big boy, boy and andre 3000 they're the two guys in outcast yeah oh, i only know andre 3000 okay yeah yeah big boy's the yeah. other one they manified us to this track actually i wonder what year this came out it's probably the year i got in a crash yeah it was right around it was the same album as hey ya and all of that was really popping when we were like mid high school, you know, right. maybe like tenth yep. grade or something. That actually probably is exactly it. Yeah. She's got an she's got a hottie's body, but her attitude is potty. Okay, my attitude it is shorty act like naughty. I love this song. I love this song. I can do the whole thing. Jess is dancing. I got a potty attitude for sure. I think that's kind of the point, right? Like, it's the goal you're achieving it. Thank you. you shouldn't be worried about it. Yeah. It's important to have goals. Do you have like a Jess song that you were like, this song is about me? <laughs> um, Mambo number five has my <laughs> name in it. <laughs> Mambo number five. Wait, what's a the little bit Jessica? of Jessica? Here I am. Here yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. Oh, so a great that. song. I there's still love that. that song. It's so good. I get, I still, I am. 32 years old i still get excited every time that song comes on and like if it comes on in the background at a bar or something and i'm talking like, to my friends up. i literally shut up will right will tune out of the conversation 
not respond to a question for a few seconds if the Jessica part's coming up. I'm like, hold, hold let's hold. Here and I Jessica. Am. Here <laughs> I am. That's yeah, that would be it. I mean, it's a great song. I, I, the only other one that I am torn about is the theme song of New Girl. Oh, Who's okay, that okay. Girl? It's just, you know. Yeah, that song kind of sucks, though. It's not a fun song. I know, but it is fun to say. There has to be a better. It's just, who's that girl? It's just, okay. There has to be a better. I feel like you deserve a much better high energy Jess song. Thank you. I think so, too. We'll find one. Somebody, maybe that's the call for reviews this week, right? Me a song. <laughs> a full right. song in the review. Just write just a song. <laughs> just write me a song. Just write her a song. Do something for once for us, please. We were talking about this just a few days ago with Prince as well. The three of us were texting oh, and Prince talking. Abby, not Prince, Prince Abby, the singer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I we was like, not, what did we, we say to Prince? At a seance. Okay. <laughs> so many Prince. We were talking to Prince Abby, our producer, in our text chat and saying how we all would love to live in a commune together. And that's something that I've talked to all of my best girlfriends about. I was at drinks last night with some kind of like newer friends from my gym and it came up as well. And I just had this moment where I was sitting there and I was like, every woman I know wants to live in a commune. Like what? There's something here. There's something interesting psychologically happening to women in our generation where we're all like let's just live in a commune invite whoever as long as they're a woman just invite them oh oh no i need it to be co-ed i would not come to a all-girls commune i already grew up we i spent 12 years that's in a girls true. commune oh no i would never join an all-girls you need commune it to be co-ed. okay that's interesting i feel oh, like can we have wings i think i need why? guys why there can't too I live with, why can't i live with my love yeah so you don't want to be part of the commune anymore <laughs> going to be a co-ed commune i thought it was Um, just like like dorms like everyone likes living in the dorm we're gonna just have an adult dorm well here's the thing yes like i'd actually be down for that and that's on the table i think the problem i think what i'm trying to say is that i've never heard a man say he wants to live in a commune but i have heard every woman i know say that they want to live in a commune so if we wanted it to be co-ed and bring our partners that could be great but I don't know if they want it the way that we want it. But you know what? I actually think that they do. Every fucking dude I know is like, I want to say like, I'm hard pressed to find a guy. I mean, or a woman, but a guy who's like not super lonely these days yeah. and really isolated because it's like actually most people. But I hear it expressed by, I don't know, a lot of my girl, my girlfriends saying that their partner's or got their boyfriends, husbands, whatever, feel like pretty isolated or lonely or having trouble like making community, uh, building a new community. It's hard to do period as an adult. It's hard to do period in a new environment. Um, but I do think on average, a lot of women are better about like asking to go to coffee, asking to go on a walk, asking to go yeah, whatever. And I do know a lot of guys who express struggling with it and they all liked college dorms for the most part. I don't see why they wouldn't also like it. That's true. They're just not proactively like naming that that's something that they wanted. But maybe, maybe. if the opportunity presented itself, they would. Because I agree, it is it is probably it's like a known thing that's talked about that it's harder for men to make friends. Like women are just better at connecting 
day to day with whoever they want to. I mean, not everyone. These are generalizations, but um, it's hard for adult men to make new adult male friends. So, yeah, it would help. Okay, there's something here. I just found it. I was just screaming at the bar last night. Every woman wants a commune. And um, (laughs) people were cheering. Yeah. Mamba number five is on. (laughs) Someone play Mamba number five so she'll stop yelling. (laughs) I was like, I just think I've hacked something. I'm going to put this. I was, I only had two drinks, but I was like, I'm going to put this on mugs. For NFE, we're like branding this shit. Every woman wants a commune. Ooh, shout out to merch is coming. Merch is coming. Shout out to mugs. Yeah, I did that intentionally. We Guys, are merch is coming. On it. It's coming. Okay, just stay tuned, y'all. It's coming. It's coming sooner than you think, but we're not committing to a date yeah. right now. Sooner than you think, but slower than you want. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that describes coming in a lot of a lot of context. Merch coming, <laughs> other coming. <laughs> Sooner than you think, slower uh, than you want. You're slaying it today. I'm in a silly ass mood. It's the morning. You're having me record this in the morning, and this is what you get. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I didn't even have to bring my ring light out because I look illuminated as is instead of filming in the dark you of do. night. You do. There's a meme. I think it was a meme or a joke. Maybe it was just a joke. I, I don't even know what it, what what were what were how did we joke before memes? There was some kind of <laughs> old-timey old joke that was maybe not a meme that um about men and friendships that was like golf was invented because men were too embarrassed to ask each other just to go on walks together. Yeah. And I feel like it's I feel like it's true. First of all, nothing's happening out there on the golf course. Y'all are just going for a nice walk in the garden, right? And like sipping teas and stuff. Right. Oh yeah. It's super pure. Yeah, it's so cute, so cute. But I do think that's part of it that a lot of guys are just like maybe it feel it does feel vulnerable to ask someone on a platonic date. And I guess I mean it's hard. It feels hard for me, so I get it. But um, it's the whole premise of "I Love You, Man" that Paul Rudd movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's a thing. Um, asking men on men asking men to hang out is. <laughs> Like one on one, like a mandate that is intimidating. It's not as normalized as like two yeah, girlies which going out for sucks drinks. For them, that's that's the thing I want to to free them of. So I don't know if you're a guy who feels oddly isolated. It's know that it's not odd. You know something that I have realized in the past week or two about feeling isolated and. Like another hack, you shared a hack a couple weeks ago of like, go grocery shopping with your friend, like just do normal day to day errands and stuff. It doesn't have to be a whole thing. Another thing that I realized, I went, I mentioned this, I went for drinks last night with kind of new friends from the gym. We've never hung out outside of the gym context together, but we've wanted to. We like definitely have fun together in the gym. So we decided to do this. And it was so fun to hang out with people who like, are new to me in a social context. Um, And I was thinking about why that is. And I think that there's something very freeing about hanging out with looser connections, because especially if you're like in a weird mental health spot and like maybe struggling in certain relationships, um, or even if you're not struggling in certain relationships, struggling in any part of your life, it's almost like when you're with your closest people, it's hard to escape that. Like, 
they know what's going on with you intimately. And so you have to maybe talk about it. They'll maybe ask you how it's going with that thing that's been that you've been struggling with. Or um, maybe it's something that has to do with your friend group or dynamics that they're more intertwined in. And so it's a little bit like of a weird thing to navigate. Like they're just closer to the stuff that you may be struggling with. And so while it's great to have close friendship support, it also can be really nice to hang out with other people who like aren't going to ask you the hard questions or um, who aren't as close to something that you might be dealing with and just feel like, oh, my God, I'm like normal again. Like I can joke around and I can just like be light. See, that just tells me how fucking heavy your world has been for a little bit. I'm glad that you got a break from it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, and I I don't want it to be misconstrued as like my close friends not showing up in the right way for me because that's really not what it is. is. Yeah, 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 but it's just like I've been struggling to feel. I think there's like a side of myself that I've been struggling to tap into recently, and it's like this lighter side um like i i don't know i'm like making jokes all the time i'm like having laughter day to day still but just there's still like a heaviness i'm such a weird robotic (laughs) way i'm having laughter day to day (laughs) it's not like i'm sitting in a corner crying all the time is i guess what i'm trying to say like i'm not like there but i even when i'm having fun even when i'm laughing and joking around there's still having laughter. There's still like a bit of a weight on my heart currently. Mm. And so hanging out with people who are like looser connections just allowed me to step out of myself, I think, a little bit and just be like the light, like the floozy that just showed up at the bar to talk to these <laughs> new friends. Like, I don't know. It just allowed me to feel lighter in a way that I haven't wow. been able to tap into. So, yeah. Yeah, it's maybe a sign of where I'm at, but it's also like a real I think it's a real tip, you know, Oh, it is. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't mean to say that to diminish the point you're making at all. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a really nice point. I can absolutely see that being true. And I'm glad you got to have that. I love that. Yeah, that's good. Thanks to those those pals. Could you romantically love a man named Gene? <laughs> Sounds like a no. (laughs) Could you? I'll tell you it's something I've never considered. And I would I would say that most of the things that I end up doing, I've like considered. Okay. Do you you know what I mean? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Could you could you fall in love with a man named Reginald? (laughs) If if you went by like Reggie, maybe. Okay, Reggie's good. That's still bold, but like I'm bold. So maybe. What about Chester? No. Unless it was the Cheetos mascot. He's kind of, that guy fucks. Is his name Chester? Yeah, I think his name is Chester. He's hot. He wears those glasses. Speaking of cartoon crushes. This is a cat. This is once again a cartoon (laughs) cat. He's a tiger. Um, Yeah, no, he fucks. He fucks. He, that like, is a, that, that guy, is a cat that gives head. Let me tell that you that. That cat drives fast and eats and ass. And eats ass. <laughs> for a reference to my own video. I've just recently been co- compiling a name, a list of male names that I think might be deal breakers for me. Okay. Uh, 
other contenders. Just give, maybe give me a yay or nay. Could you love Rodney? Yes. Cecil. T- there's a specific reason why, but I'm supposed to give you a yay or nay. Okay. Cecil? No. Wait, 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 wait. Why Rodney? What's the reason? Because there's a well-known guy in the Bachelor franchise named Rodney, and he is sweet as pie. Mm. He is so mm. cute. I love him. I could love oh. a Rodney. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not saying I couldn't love these. I'm just saying I have to. You're I'm questioning about it. it. You're I'm checking. About You're it. checking. <laughs> Cecil. Yeah, that's a no. I don't have a reason. I don't need to give a reason. I think it's clear. Yeah, you don't have to give a reason. Norman? First of all, he's 85, so (laughs) (laughs) that's the other part of it. Norm MacDonald is one of my favorite comedians. Is his name Norman? Is that his question? I don't know. That's a good question. Wait, I don't know if anyone's name is Norm on their birth certificate. That's true. Norm (laughs) MacDonald. Nay, Norman Jean McDonald. No. Oh my God, Norman Jean. <laughs> You're joking. I had the biggest crush on, crush on Norm McDonald. I exactly. fucking love Norm McDonald. Exactly. R.I.P. He just R.I.P. broke. He just broke this test. Norman and Jean. I think you have to approve. I fucking loved young Norm McDonald. Okay. Okay, Glenn. Not romantically, but I can love him as my father. Okay, are you saying you condemn the others to hell? I don't... The others can continue to live. The <laughs> yes, others can Cecil, be my father. Cecil's not in my Cecil. life in any capacity. No. <laughs> what about Bernard? Yes. There's a... You are going to make love to Bernard and <laughs> yeah, tell him... Um, and call him My that? favorite Christmas movie is The Santa Claus. And I know. And the, the head Bernard. elf is named Bernard. And he's, but he's not... No. Weird looking, but I no. had a huge crush on him when I was That's a youngster. Wrong. That's objectively incorrect. That's incorrect. All okay. of my friends make fun of me for it. Bernard, what? I can love you. He's so annoying. All I can think of that is that scene where he's got like cream cheese all over his mouth. Yeah. He's always yeah. eating a sandwich. He is. Oh, yeah. I think I liked that. Like he was kind of angry <laughs> and he would stomp around. He would stomp around the elf factory thing, the, the Santa's factory, whatever it's called. Yeah. Just eating a sandwich and like he didn't care where the crumbs went. Like. He was taller than all the rest of the elves for some reason. Like, he's actually not tall in real life, but amongst the that. elves, he was tall. He was a child. First of all, he's a child, which is, <laughs> brings up to me, reminds me of, like, these, these, like, characters from movies and stuff that we had crushes on as a kid who they don't age because they're a character. And then you're older and you still can feel this crush for them. But then you're like, oh, but I'm now I'm a pedophile because that's a child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes, I'm a pedophile. Okay, what about George? That's my dad's but, name. But, but, it's spelled, it's spelled J-O-R-G-E. Jorge? Absolutely. No, it's George. It's George. If it's Jorge, it's not. and we it's got a George. little Latin flavor going on, then no. I can get down with a George. No. It's pronounced a George. <laughs> There's, I can't. There's two, not only is my dad's name George, but... There are like many family members named George in my, in our, in our family tree. I don't think I could. You could call him Orge for short. (laughs) Orgy. Maybe if I could call him like Jay. Big Jay. Big Jay and little Jay. People call me Jay. Oh, I call you Jay. If I really loved them, maybe I could make it work. Um, But no, generally no. Can you love a George? Because that doesn't seem like a 
hard name to love. It's just no, that it's, it's my dad's name. It's the J. No, George is fine. It's the J. It's the J for you. It's the J for me. And insisting that it be George. Like, you are definitely Latinx. Like, embrace your roots, Jorge. But sometimes, <laughs> if it's a Jorge, that's a completely, that's not even a question. It's of a course, it's a Jorge. But sometimes yeah. people just be kooking on their spelling. Somebody out there is spelling George with a J 100%. And ca- and pronouncing it that way, and trying to make love to you, <laughs> all the time, baby. And they're ju- and they're just his dad. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thank you for thank you for participating in this study. I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing with this data. Give me one more name. Give me one more name. Oh, I think that was the end of the list. Okay. Could you romantically love someone with your dad's name or your brother's name? Ugh. I think I really did hesitate on them on dating apps like because you know you'd see certain names yeah. on dating apps i would think about this i'd be like i can't i don't love that name i can't even think they were worse than these these are like old manish kind of names sorry if yeah. i insulted whoever you love but <laughs> young norman i mean i dated ugh, this wasn't a deal breaker but i i dated a lazar oh yeah you did and i actually never really knew what to call him because i actually don't think i could pronounce his name right yeah that's difficult I don't think I ever I don't think I ever said his name right. So I would just avoid saying it, which felt stressful. It took me like a month to get my ex-boyfriend's name right. It's not that hard of a name. I just kept mixing up like the sequence of letters. It is an India, a name of Indian descent. So it's not okay. like Steven. But um, okay. <laughs> I couldn't it was, say it Steven. Was, it, that being said, it wasn't that hard and it was pronounced how it was written and everything. But I just was drunk the first time I met him and I like couldn't. For the first couple weeks that we were hooking up, I like didn't really know what his name was. <laughs> then we spent four years together. <laughs> so you can come back from anything. <laughs> I think we got a wrap. I think we I think, you're done. I think we did enough to them today. I think we've punished them long enough. We punished you long enough. Thanks for listening. This has been Not For Everyone. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's Not For Everyone Pod with the number four. Just as Jay-Z DeBakey. I'm Caroline Winkler on YouTube. Do not find me on Instagram. I'm doing weird stuff and I want to be left alone. <laughs> but you can find our editor-producer, Abby Newhouse, at Abby Newhouse on Instagram. A-B-I. It's a kooky well to spay. Well, whoop. It's what? a kooky way to spell Abby. Just like a George. <sighs> Fucking George. Fucking George. We love you, Jorge. We love you we all. Love, we love you, George. <laughs> Bye. Bye. But the chair's really, like, holding your ass in a way that makes you wonder, do I love this chair? Like, I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> like...